spot. The black spot's the pilot's death sentence. Fabulous. They'll be coming to kill me tonight. Need a bit of help. Yeah, yeah, let's get some stuff. It's my old sea chest them lovers are after. Underwear. But I'll trick them. I'll shake out another reef and daddle them again. Uh, you want to run that bias again in English, damn Mr. Bones? It's mine. I'm going for that treasure myself. And no one-legged son of a bilge will... Captain Bones! He died? And this is supposed to be a kid's movie! everybody welcome to generation lost the show about movies with me and usually jeremy hammond uh but uh, today jeremy has once again decided that he has better fucking things going on in his life uh than doing this show for you so we have uh max ogle here you know what it is folks you know why <laughs> you're here you know why he's here like marshawn um, lynch mm-hmm mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you know and and uh <laughs> Whenever Jeremy fucks off to to I don't know like uh, cultivate opium poppies or whatever he's doing right now, right? Uh, I always fill in. So welcome, hello, no, yeah. Thank you for having me on the platform. The uh, we call Jer we call Max uh, Jeremy too in 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 most situations. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being here. Um, yeah. So I've got a question for you on this wonderful day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what did what else did you watch this week other than what you watched um, for the show? <laughs> what have I watched this week? I oh, it doesn't I have to watched, be this week. <laughs> well, I mean, I watched. Uh, you you ever watched that show Letter Kenny? No. What is this? So it's like uh, a Canadian show, which I don't love. Um, <laughs> you do, you're not a big Canadian fan. No, it's like just have it be a just just watch American <laughs> TV, you know. Like what? I don't care what you're doing, you know. Um, I mean, it's not different, really. No, it's just off only, brand America. Yeah, the only time we needed Canadian television was uh, after nine eleven, and when mm. we weren't allowed to be horny anymore. And then we had to watch um, Skins. We had to watch Skins, and yeah. we had to watch Degrassi because they were still allowed to be horny in those countries. <laughs> um and so yeah because that uh, was yeah. a big famous part of the patriot act yeah which was you weren't allowed to be horny anymore because yeah. of the muslims hating our freedom exactly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You <laughs> yeah couldn't, you couldn't be horny because you had to be busy remembering 9-11 um <laughs> it's hard when you're remembering the death of 3,000 people at the hands of uh you know this intelligence state mm -hmm. uh to, to to get to get uh to get any sort of juices flowing yeah i mean in, in a in a weird dystopian future everyone thinks that everyone's gonna wear like sack clothing mm. but in fact they're just gonna wear a uh, scoop neck hollister t-shirts with baby doll sleeves and a camisole under it yeah um, <laughs> that's, that's a look just, that's a look you know yeah. uh low-rise jeans long line t-shirts mm -hmm. you know or like fishnet stockings with like a white skirt that frills like before the knees and then like a studded belt that's pink from Hot Topic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then like a Chelsea Grin shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, man. Now I'm just thinking, 
for some reason, I'm remembering now that before 2010, I didn't realize you could, or like, I guess I just thought it was a faux pas to cuff your jeans. So really? all my jeans, yeah. So all my jeans had like weird, like l- like dog eaten backs. <laughs> they like they like I don't know. It's just a bad look. I've I don't seen know, that. that. Yeah, that and like skateboarding t-shirts. It's, I was like, yeah, it's like that's after. A look. After a while, your jeans just like your shoes just like pressed off the part of your jeans that like it went under. Mm-hmm. Why would people? Why did people just cut it or something? Um, because then you fucking care. Because then you, then you what do you care how you look? <laughs> Whoa, yeah. that's sus, bro. Look, that's sus as the hell. Fuck, look, there's terrorism all around, and you care about how you look. Yeah, it seems like in that time Stupid. that you were caring about how you looked, you could have been remembering nine eleven. <laughs> Okay. You could have been doing that. Yeah, you could have been, you could have been thinking about fucking <laughs> building seven, okay? And yeah. you could have been fighting against the Ground Zero Mosque. You okay? could have been, you could have been going to Syria, or <laughs> you could have been helping fight ISIS. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, by eating Freedom Fries or mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. watching NASCAR. I guess I don't really know. <laughs> I mean. You know, there's, there's so, that's the thing. That's why it's so offensive is because there's so many good ways to support freedom and fight terror. Um, (laughs) but one of them is not cuffing your jeans, I guess. But Letter Kenny, it's a, I don't know. I, I'm seeing the, the, uh, this person right now and they love this show. And so it's one of those watches. You're dating someone. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's like one of those, so it's like one of those watches where you're like, ah, fucking gotta watch that. Like I, I got them to watch Dawson's Creek. And so now I have to watch this fucking Canadian show where they're like, Hey, uh, wouldn't it be cool if we drank beers and fucking, uh, did uh redneck shit, but in Canada. And it's like, all right. I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You made them watch Dawson's Dawson's Creek. Creek? Yeah. Why did you do that? Because the best TV show ever made. Oh, (laughs) I was not aware of that. It's yeah, a good show. Know? Yeah, it's a really good show. It's uh hmm. what, remember, did you watch it? I remember disliking it at the time. Hmm. I remember being like, what is this? Some kind of soap opera on my yes. WB? <laughs> 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 That's not what I came here for. I came here for Superman. And, Smallville? Uh, Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond is sick. Pinky yeah. in the brain and things like this. Yeah, Animaniacs, stuff like that. No soap operas on my WB. Well, I think I I had I came at it at the right time because I was way too young to watch it uh live, you know? But oh, okay. then yeah, as like a like a sad quasi alcoholic, like nineteen and twenty year old, my mm-hmm. friends and I would just watch Dawson's Creek and like get drunk and cry. And <laughs> oh. it I don't know, it really imprinted on me. It's a really good show. Okay. I don't know. His parents have an open relationship. Season one. That's 1999, folks, on That's network woke. television. That is woke. Come on. Gotta um, give him points for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, I don't know. What else did I watch? I watched... Uh, so, wait, 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 before you move on. <laughs> wait, yeah. what is this show? It's just the tra- the Trailer Letter Park Kenny? Boys? Yeah, it's like new Trailer Park Boys, I think. Is it funny? You know? Uh, yeah, it has its moments. I mean, I, I like the characters, I think. It's one of those shows where you... Uh, which sucks, and I hate because i don't know it's one of those shows where you can see that the the next seasons are going to be way better because it's like 
they're good they're about to realize it's a character-based show oh instead of like yeah. setting up silly like rubo goldberg traps for like oh yeah. and then it all becomes seinfeld and they right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. but yeah so i don't know it seems fine and I, then you'll I have to and then you'll have to tell people like so it's it's pretty good but wait till you get to season three <laughs> right and which i feel like is uh I wouldn't recommend anyone a show like that. I don't, I don't, Me either. I hate watching shows like that where I have to do 10 hours of prerequisite work to get to the mm -hmm. good shit. And it's like, can I skip it and just go to season two? And they're like, oh no, mm -mm. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you gotta see the, you know, the development, even though it yeah. sucks and everyone hates it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so trailer park boys, but new and a bunch, but new. bunch of goofy guys doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. But new and like, single camera basically uh um, oh okay. yeah but uh is it pretty? i don't know no it's like it's like uh i think it's like an fx show or something it's like very in that vein of like uh okay like it's always sunny or shit's creek or something yes okay mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah i don't know is there I'd anything give it particularly any reason anyone should watch it at all <laughs> no not at all i wouldn't recommend it to anyone honestly <laughs> you just that's what i watched this week and i'm not happy about it um but okay. it is the truth is there anything that you watched that you enjoyed uh well i don't know i got off a like a nine hour shift today and then i just uh stumbled upon to uh left tiktok and that okay. was that was good shit what's left um, tiktok it is a bunch of uh, people who are either ambiguously 14 years old or 32 <laughs> sure and uh just just like talking about like you know like i don't know like when cops die it's not sad and uh you know a bunch of it's just uh xi jinping really just uh, uh -huh. using his app to the fullest oh you know yeah what I mean? <laughs> yeah really brainwashing the children of white america <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. into appreciating the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is you know? evil. Yeah, it's wrong. You shouldn't do it. You should mm -hmm. be remembering 9 11. <laughs> even now. Yeah, even now. I mean, 20, I, 20 dude, years on. Quick aside uh, I work at a hotel, and, oh, uh, and on 9 11, they had like an appreciation thing, I guess, where they just had like an ice cream truck come up. And like give all the employees free ice cream, which is fucked up because I'm lactose intolerant and that's fucked up. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, you have to provide vegan ice cream or else you can go to hell. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I didn't remember 9-11 this year. It was really shameful. You forgot. And so, <laughs> and so I looked at the person running. I was like, what's the occasion? And they were like, I guess just saying thanks for... <laughs> for stuff i don't know but i i also think it's really uh, darkly hilarious to have 9-11 ice cream day because <laughs> yeah. it's such a kindergarten thing it's yeah. like oh ice cream day for 9-11 yeah for, mm -hmm. <laughs> if for... you don't if you don't turn in all your homework assignments you do not get to come to the 9-11 pizza party <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like the Book It Club, but for remembering 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when ostensibly terrorists killed 3,000 people 20 years ago? Yeah, you get ice cream for that today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you're not a firefighter, even if you weren't alive, 
Because there's eight. There are adults who were not born then. Mm, I don't love that. <laughs> like, mm. in, if you were born the year after 9-11, you are now 19. 18, 18 or 19. 18. In yeah. college, probably. Uh, so. Well, luckily, coronavirus is keeping them out of college. So yeah. technically, nobody in college has uh, is that young. No one in so college. I'm still young. <laughs> um, luckily, no one in college will ever remember 9-11 ever again. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they weren't there. They weren't there. They didn't see it. You can't so remember. Did something. it happen? You know, <laughs> that's if there was a bear, then wouldn't you want to remember it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so left TikTok. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of uh, you know Zoomers just being like, "I'm a Leninist and I love it." I have read one book. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and it was my favorite book. And uh, I think we should do all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Um, they make a lot of salient points, you know. Yeah. I not mean, to be a not to be like a older the kids are all right guy, but <laughs> these seven kids that I keep seeing their TikToks, they're all right. Are there any uh, highlights? Um, uh, mostly just like a, a a misappropriation and overuse of the word cope. Cope. They're, oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of people calling stuff cope. That's a meme. Like I, yeah, I saw, but I, I saw this TikTok of like this guy being like, but uh, being uh, pro-life or something about like killing abortion is murder. And then they just like gave the middle finger and had cope flash on the screen. I'm like, all right, okay. I, I don't really get it. <laughs> I don't get it, but sure. How is that? I Maybe I don't know what cope means, but I feel maybe. like, <laughs> I feel like cope is one of those things where, I am a little too old to agree that it's a meme at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just a word. You're just yeah. saying a word. Using well, a slang is not funny. And I don't think mm-hmm. it's interesting to be like, I said a word. Even like memes can be funny. That's true. You can use them in ways that are different and, and surprising as templates. But just, I feel like Twitter has created a bunch of people who just say a word. Yeah. Well, I think we're going full circle in the like the meme journey, or at least one of the many whatever life cycles. Right. Because it's like memes went from being like three sentences with a penguin or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. to like you know sometimes like seven paragraph things, and now the meme is just a word, and so it's just like uh, we've gone back to singular meanings for one word which is nice i mean <laughs> hey fuck it we're just back to english again and that's neat we've gone full circle to just saying things <laughs> to just being like you know cool you're co- um, you're coping it's that that's the point of it right it's just saying like oh I, you're in pain because of how stupid your opinion is so you're the only yeah i guess the only yeah the only other way i've heard it used is when like you know, leftists in their late 30s are like, the left is actually weak. You uh, suck. You We suck. We suck and are bad. Right. That Anything else is cope. And it's like, oh, all right, cool. So okay. so some sort of like, um, like fantasy you have in your head of something that's not true? 
I really couldn't. I could not tell you what this meme means. <laughs> I can just tell you that I'm like, all right, cool, <laughs> cool, <laughs> nice. That the, was ten seconds long. The internet. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. The internet. Yeah. Well, that's um, far. What you What you watch this week? So Brin? this week I watched. Um, okay, so a few weeks ago I decided to watch before I, I wanted to watch all of the saw movies before halloween <laughs> sick sick um, great great idea so Love i the plan <laughs> so i saw all i saw the first three in theater um mm-hmm. and then i've never seen any other ones so there are oh, okay. i believe six movies that i haven't seen um nine saws there's nine yeah jesus christ um i don't remember the name the numbers i think it's one two three four five six 3d um one's just called jigsaw Mm -hmm. and i don't remember but we'll get there (laughs) okay um oh and then i think the last one is just called saw eight and then there's also um spiral starring chris rock which is coming out next year so i definitely want to get to all of them before next year when when the new one comes out um but I'm realizing that now, you know, it was like 2000 when the first one came out. So they kind of have taken on this strange quality of being as bad and as of their time as, you know, Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but the whole texture is different because it's because <laughs> it's 2000. Because it's mid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we have is the most cutting you've ever seen. Like <laughs> every sure. single time there's anything that's supposed to be scary, it is rapid music video style. Like psh, you're just seeing all these different like Darren Aronofsky on speed kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very weird. But I watched two this this week. Um, so Saw 2. Um, and Saw 2 is... Uh, I didn't really remember what it was about. What I remembered was that in that movie, there's a house that they're all locked in and it's a bunch of people who don't know each other. And at the end of the movie, they realize that like the key to something is all like tattooed on their necks behind the back of their necks. Okay. So that if they all had like worked together and like looked at each other's, you know, neck, they would have like figured out how to unlock a safe that would have gotten them out or whatever. And that's all I remembered. But the framing device for what that is, is that Jigsaw has just like decided that he hates a cop <laughs> and then okay. just like fucks with a cop the whole time. <laughs> That's um, fun. It's very fun. Um, it's just him owning police officers for t- like an hour and a half. Um, he, It starts off where he lures them to his lair and then mm-hmm. kills like three of them in a fun, you know, mousetrappy type deal. Um, and then the one guy who is, uh, the one he wants to fuck with, um, everyone, the thing that the people in the house have in common is that he illegally had them convicted of a crime by like planting evidence on them. So he's like, you, you think at the beginning, he's like the hero and he's like going to catch Cause in the last movie, the cop is like kind of the good guy or whatever. The good guy. Yeah, sure. Um, where he's just like a cop who's looking for him. But then mm-hmm. in this movie, <laughs> he's uh, you're like, okay, he, I founding, I'm finding Jigsaw. 
uh, and you think he's going to be like this hard-boiled guy who's just like having trouble with his family and wants to save his son. But then it's like all of the people in here you put in prison illegally. <laughs> and so that's what they all have in common. And hopefully they figure it out. Um, oh, because, yeah. But also your son is there. So if they figure it out, they're going to be mad at your son. <laughs> right. They have your they have your boy. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's just a whole movie about him torturing a, a, an evil asshole. Um, that rules. That psychologically. Rules. It's good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely, like I said, one of those movies where... Um, the style of it is so weird because it's like the acting is really bad. Um, the kills aren't very interesting. Um, and then it kind of falls apart uh, in terms of the puzzles. Like they kind of give up and one guy is just like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to like kill everybody and uh, and get out myself without even fucking with the puzzles. And then, uh, but it, it has some interesting twists, I thought. Hmm. Okay. I just, my only Saw memory uh, as of right now is just that vat of needles. Is yes. that from Saw 1 or that's 2? That's 2. Okay, yeah. He's got a big old vat of needles in there, and it's not, uh-uh. Sure, that's, that part is still pretty hard to watch, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I remember, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, it's like they, everyone is supposed to have like a room where they like have a tape of like what they did and you know, why they're there or whatever, and you're supposed to figure it all out. Um, and that's sort of one of the main girls. Um, and she was like a heroin addict. And, or no, it's actually the main asshole guy. His room, he was a drug dealer. Oh. And he's like, you have to go into this pit of needles and find the key to get your antidote. Um and he's like, fuck it, I don't care. And he just t takes one of the other women and just throws her in the in the in the big hole full of needles. And then she like, once she's down there, she like is freaking out and then uh, realizes that, well, I'm already down here. And so starts screaming and then digging <laughs> for the key that she's like supposed to be finding anyway. She's like, fuck it, whatever. Uh, and that part is pretty hard to watch still. Yeah, I just. Most of what I remember about mid, like, like aughts horror cinema is that I guess with the advancement of camera technology, they really loved putting shit close to people's eyes. Oh, they love it. They love it. They can't get enough of the stuff. <laughs> they want to do uh, what is it, Unchen Andalou, the Dali movie where they cut the eyeball <laughs> open. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. but we can do that all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That actually... With happens at the, the very opening scene of of saw 2 is a guy who jigsaw has implanted the key to get out of the suicide device behind his eye and so he's supposed to cut his eye out to like mm -hmm. get the get the fucking key um and it's just like a whole like two minutes of him going like uh 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> cut my eye out and yeah. then he dies <laughs> i remember like like and that that was also at the like of hostel and all those like torture porn movies uh -huh. where like they they would just like set uh it was almost like they they like took inspiration from like jackass where they were like <laughs> this is the scenario yeah. and the guys just like i'm not going to fucking do it i'm not doing it right. and then they're like he's going to do it and then he <laughs> does it and people are like oh he did it oh you oh. fucking freak you f <laughs> you yeah. weirdo yeah like it, if if Johnny Knoxville had been on set and came running from the corner of the shot, like, 
Yeah. It would have made total <laughs> sense. Just like holding yeah. his dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like hoping he doesn't get punched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. It's like, hi, I'm Jigsaw. And this is... <laughs> this is cut I your am own Jigsaw. Eye out. And this is, this is a moral retribution for social inequities. <laughs> yeah, not appreciating your life. So I'm making you cut your eye out. <laughs> yeah. And go. And then Steve... Hi, I'm Jigsaw. Like, <laughs> <and> this is... <laughs> Hi, I'm Jigsaw, and this is technically not killing someone. Yeah. <laughs> Very legally loophole yeah. <laughs> Not murder. Um, yeah, and he definitely doesn't kill anybody in this one either. But the weird thing about Saw is that it's... I like watching its... Um, sort of shift, and I feel like all really great horror franchises that, like, everyone cares about, any, like, horror nerds, like, care about, it's, like, the first movie... Or first or second movie, like, had an idea and was, like, a very, you know, took itself very seriously. And then every subsequent movie just becomes less and less, uh, becomes more and more a comedy, basically. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, Saw, the first Saw is basically just, like, Seven Light, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where they were just like, oh, that's a great idea. What if we make up a Riddler who, like... Yeah, you, we can have twists and like, but we can also have these weird like scenarios. That's what they sort of just like took from it. But later on, it's not even scenarios at all. It's just like Rube Goldberg machines. <laughs> it's like an excuse yeah. to like, how can we cut a guy up into little pieces in the silliest way possible? <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then three is where that really starts happening, where it's like, I made this very strange machine where all of your limbs get twisted around. <laughs> uh, and it's like, okay, well, how is he going to get out of that? Oh, he does it. <laughs> cool. I didn't want him to because if not, if he did, no point to the movie. Yeah, it would have been very boring. <laughs> yeah. I would have felt no suspense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think this is the last one where it uh, it has any real sort of sense of morality or or wanting to say something about life or trying to take itself seriously at all because if i recall if i recall correctly three is where it just goes completely off the rails and it's just like it'll be fun like to kill people in different ways (laughs) right exactly Um, yeah did you see them in theaters no i think i don't know uh i think i saw saw two in theaters i think i saw saw two but mm. I didn't see that was like the I wasn't a big saw guy. Are you um, a horror guy? It depends. <laughs> um, I don't know. De- it's a spooky time mm-hmm. to not be a horror guy on the internet. <laughs> no, you're uh, not. You're allowed to not be into them. No, I. I it like I said, it depends. Uh, I remember the first horror movie I ever saw was Cube. Okay. Wow. Weird first one. Sci-fi Channel, baby. Oh. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I I liked that movie because I was like, oh, I'm eight years old and I can tell it's about French prisons. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, Very uh, precocious astute. eight-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true story. Mm-hmm. Ask my mom. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I, I'm like kind of a I, I think I'm just kind of a soft boy when it comes to it. Because like I love shit like Cabin in the Woods and like, yeah, that's um, a fun one. you know, uh you know the old the old ones that I'm like, <laughs> this looks funny, like all the Cronenberg stuff and oh uh, okay, uh what else? I don't know what's oh Jason X, 
Top five horror movie. <laughs> Jason X is hilarious. Jason X is so funny. A great um, movie. But so you know. like the ones you can laugh at more than like the ones that would actually scare you. I mean, yeah, I'm that way too because I've seen probably I've seen probably more horror movies than most people I know. Um, yeah. But I don't actually want to be scared by any of them. Like right. I want to see the fun practical effects. Mm-hmm. I want to see weird, you know, sort of surrealist ideas that like would never make it into a normal drama unless you're David Lynch. And yeah. I want to see bad acting that I can laugh at. I don't want to be like existentially rattled. Uh, exactly. Usually. <laughs> unless Although, I'm would prepared. You, <laughs> would you call like Ari Aster like a horror director? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I, I like him. all his yeah. stuff. Yeah, all his stuff is fantastic. Um, um, and that's the thing. Like, when I want to be prepared, because I was a fan of, I've talked about this on the show before, but like, I was a fan of his like short films. We've actually mm-hmm. done one of his short films, which are more about like making you very uncomfortable than like being scary. Like, right. which fr- one did you do? The Johnsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, and so I was a big fan of that when it came out, and then all of his subsequent shorts. Um, you know Munchausen and shit like that so I was mm-hmm. like prepared for family hor- horror you know like right. something very yeah. uncomfortable and then mm-hmm. was very very surprised and horrified to be horrified <laughs> I was yeah. like oh this is actually really scary mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah but I don't know I remember I remember seeing hereditary in theaters and being and just being shocked at like like how actually existentially terrified but gripped I was at the same time. You yeah. Know? Um, It'll really fuck you up. Like uh, one of my favorite movies is uh, Possession. Have you ever seen that with Sam Neill? No, I haven't. It's like a, um, I think it's a German movie. It's like about uh, Sam Neill and his wife who is like having a, basically like doppelgangers of them start appearing and then like he can't figure out where she's going and they're, marriage is falling apart and then like like big bug things start appearing in like corners of his house um Mm -hmm. and it's it's all like a metaphor so it's like very high-minded but it's actually just fucking terrifying (laughs) Um, yeah and that's a that that's the kind of horror that like i i ended up really loving but really don't always enjoy watching (laughs) yeah for sure for sure for sure but I the, also, huh? Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I was just gonna say the horror that I really don't like is the stuff that isn't interesting but fucking scares me, like The Grudge. Like, yeah, <laughs> the movie The Grudge, the remake, not Juon. Mm-hmm. The remake is stupid, a bad movie. But yeah. like for th- like weeks after, I was just like, oh. Oh no! <laughs> like yeah. I was just mm-hmm. like scared of that face or whatever. Like yeah. even sometimes I see fucking gifts of it on Twitter, and I'm like, ew, no, <laughs> I have mm-hmm. to mute that. <laughs> yeah, well, because the, the 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 worst part about that movie is like the fact that you don't even really notice. Like the person in the movie doesn't notice what's happening. I know, and you see it <laughs> happening to them. So I hate it's, it. It's just like bad ASMR. It's the horror of like bad tingles. Uh huh. Like, like writing with a mechanical pencil, but the lead isn't out. You know. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I don't love when there's literally nothing to take away from it, but like a kind of PTSD that lasts for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really yeah. want that in my life. <laughs> for sure. Give me like a funny games over that any day. Yeah, something that you will know? actually make me think and scare me in the moment, but like I can think about it and intellectualize and sublimate. Exactly. Um, I don't want to just be scared of a weird face. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because 
just like I'm in the wrong. Well, your house was built on a bad place or something bad <laughs> happened in it. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh-oh. <laughs> Too bad. It actually has nothing to do with like stolen land or imperialism. We're not drawing any of those comparisons. It's just that you fucked up once. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Should it Yeah, you should have read Zillow. Yeah. <laughs> they told you. They have to by law. Yeah, they have to tell you if the house is haunted. Mm-hmm. Also, I grew up in a haunted house. Like, uh-uh. no, you didn't. Yeah, like I mean, like I don't really believe in ghosts, but like we saw them all the time. And there's like not much to really do, but like just be like that was weird. And my whole family was like, no, that was well. Like my parents are big Christians, so my dad oh, okay. is like, oh, that was demons. Like we had we live in a demonic house, and I was like, that's oh. worse. How is that better? <laughs> um. But yeah, my, I, me and my sisters are just like, well, I don't know. I guess there's yeah. ghosts sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there are ghosts everywhere. And that's what's scary about those movies is you're like, Mm-mm. no, I, it's like a true crime podcast for weirdos. You yeah. know, you're like, this happens to people and I, I'm addicted to hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's stop talking about these scary things that aren't in my basement right now um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and talk about fun things like the lovely uh beautiful creations by jim henson called the muppets because this week we watched a movie at your recommendation called muppet treasure island um do a quick recap real quick um muppet treasure island is the story of treasure island (laughs) a little boy named jim uh and his friends rizzo and gonzo uh they work in a bar basically um Mm -hmm. and they hate it they want to go on an adventure and they're um What's that guy's name? Billy who? Oh, Billy Bones. Billy Bones. Yeah. He, uh, he's got a treasure map. He dies. He's given the black spot by an old pirate friend of his, or not friend, enemy. And uh, mm-hmm. he dies. And they take his map and they go charter a ship and they put a crew together, even though mm-hmm. he's a child. And uh, basically with the lure of um, you know a treasure map, Fozzie plays the, the, the idiot son who owns the company. And yes. then uh, Kermit is the captain, and they go find a ship. Tim Curry is a lovable and charming evil rapscallion who wants to steal the map, and they basically have a race to the treasure, and uh, and that's it. They go fucking do on a treasure hunt. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a great. It's a one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> and uh, it's a fantastic to... movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a Criterion level. Yeah. Uh, film. <laughs> Yes. It's a film. It's not a movie. It's a film. Um, <laughs> it's Kino, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so w- when did you uh, first see this movie? I think uh, probably I was about three because it came out in 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably watched it in theaters. And then I, I don't know. I just remember renting this movie at least once a month. Like, oh, wow. you know, like I have like very like big sense memory of like the smell of carpet cleaner and like buying (laughs) like Mike and Ike's or something and renting Muppet Treasure Island again. Sure. Um, I think for me it was a, um, I'm pretty sure there's like three movies that I saw in the theater while I was in a almost full body cast when I was nine years old. (laughs) I had like shattered my hip in a car accident. Jesus. Um, and um, I saw Twister, uh, oh, Mission yeah. Impossible One, wow, and uh, in a wheelchair, and um, and this, I think, um, 
and I these are rad. That's like a that's, that's like <laughs> the the holy trinity of movies. This is Twister rules? Yeah. Mission Impossible one Fantastic. incredible film. Brian, for my first Brian De Palma as a nine year old. <laughs> you know, start him young. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, I I remember really loving this movie. Um, but it all is sort of of this weird haze of like feeling ill and like you know being broken. Sure. Um, so this one specifically has this weird tinge of like. I don't know, feeling a little bit psychotic. Okay. Um, but that's definitely just me. And but it was weird because I still kind of felt that way watching it, especially the cabin fever scene, because I was oh, like yeah. locked to a couch for most of like for almost a whole like six months or a year or whatever. Um, and I remember being like, "Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely have cabin fever. Uh, yeah. I would like a wind to blow." Um, so there's a lot of songs in this movie. Mm-hmm. It is a musical. It's a musical. And I personally don't think... So this is the second movie that they made of the Muppets um, after Jim Henson died. Mm -hmm. He died in, I believe, 1990. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, got Paul Williams to come back and do Christmas... uh, or Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. And that movie is relentlessly sad. A lot. And a lot of it, like, it feels like a weird like grieving for the director's father um mm-hmm. and it's it's very strange you've seen that movie right oh you muppet fucking shreds it yeah. rules it's an incredible film um and that's a very sad movie like it's got funny parts it's very charming it's it's a great christmas movie but like there are really intense scenes in that movie where like they mm-hmm. think the like they're so poor they think their child is gonna die and they have nothing to do but just like try and be happy for a christmas it's intense it's like toy story 3 level kids movie i think yeah Um, for sure but this movie is uh not like that there's almost nothing very emotional in the movie except for the one scene where tim curry is pointing a gun at a child (laughs) yeah (laughs) and saying like Hey, you're my friend. Like, come on. Like, let's come look. on, man. Don't yeah. rat me out. You're my bud. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriate relationship uh, yeah. between Tim Curry and a 10 year old. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, that is a pretty affecting scene. But besides that, this is all, you know, full tilt vaudeville jokes. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a it's a joke a minute, like bit bit fest. Um, truly. Like, I don't know. Like it. it I, I would say every time I watch it, I am just uh, surprised by like how much they're like, yeah, no, this is a movie about pirates. They kill people, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, whereas like Muppet Christmas Carol is very much like the real world is hard for a lot of people. Uh, this movie is sort of just like a tale of like, yeah, you can get out there and try your hand at some shit, but there are a lot of really fucking terrible people out there and <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll do it. They'll kill you. It's fun. Um, it's fun for them. <laughs> they love it. They're just mm-hmm. bad people. Um, mm-hmm. Or dumb people, like the goats and the... <laughs> there's a uh, very dumb goat in this who's very cute. Uh, uh, he's the best. I love That's, him. There's a part in the... They, they have a big number when they called like Sailing for Adventure, I think. It's when they first set off on the boat and mm-hmm. everyone's doing... It's like a little quick ensemble song where everyone has a little line about with with one little thing about sailing on the ocean, mm-hmm. right? And then to let you know that there are bad guys on the boat, three of them uh, talk about like killing people, you know, like um, <laughs> like uh, it, w- what's it like? I love 
torturing him or something like that. And then the goat guy's like, I prefer to cut a throat. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just like, I would prefer to cut their fucking throat. <laughs> yeah. And then there's there's another one who says, like, uh, it's something about hanging people. And then they get, like, caught by their first officer. So then they just turn and go, it's a good life on a boat. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's just stuff like that that, like, makes me fucking die like i don't know i i just i feel like it's one of the best it, it's probably the best written kids movie of that style of kids movie like like mm-hmm. full-on jokes like there aren't, in my know, experience watching it like i was it felt kind of adult because of how funny it was i right. guess was my my takeaway from it was it was like um you've got tim curry um doing a very I mean, it's very Tim Curry, but for Tim Curry, it's very straight. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, like he's not sort of winking at the camera. He's like trying to be a pirate right. in the most. Also, it's funny how this uh, the opening music felt so much like the Gore Bravinsky uh, Pirates of the Car- Caribbean movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like it had like a lot of that swashbuckling stuff like way before he got to it. Um, and I think... There was a there was a, a long time where people just didn't want pirate movies, and I think this kind of fell in there because I don't know yeah. if this one did as well for them. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if it. I don't know how well it did. I never checked the box office, but I feel like this one got away because it is a kids movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, yeah, okay, you can make a pirate movie for little babies. <laughs> you know, like oh, little oh, you want to watch pirates, little baby? Yeah. Well, you I fucking... wear a suit. <laughs> I know? have a job. I go to. To, to, to work in the World Trade Center. I don't know if you know it, but <laughs> Kurt Cobain is dead. <laughs> yeah, um, so, he definitely yeah. Did. I'm going to write a movie about, I don't know, I'm going to write Slacker, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but I don't know, like, it. The, another great thing about this movie is it has, like, such heavy hitters just, like, doing super good bits. Like, you know, you have, like, Billy Connolly playing right, the original, playing. like, the Billy Bones pirate just and again you know you can probably cancel this movie but like um doing the funniest version of a pirate with ptsd ever in the (laughs) in the history of cinema you know just like coming downstairs screaming that he has the horrors and like making them give him rum yeah yeah and then i mean there's just a lot of there's actually a lot of ableist humor in this movie (laughs) that uh yeah then he's accosted by a, a blind pirate named blind pierre who's French and trips on stuff. And, you know, it's just, yeah. I don't know. He also, they also say they prefer visually challenged, which I'm not sure if that's true. <laughs> I don't know. It's 1996. Maybe that was. Maybe they liked it that way. Yeah. We prefer visually challenged, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, and then there was, uh, there's the, my favorite part that I was, the, the part I was looking forward to, it was um, when they do the roll call. And there's like the oh yeah, uh, dead or like old Tom, really old Tom, dead Tom, and then there's like a bunch of jokes about a guy who's just a corpse. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that that was a very weird joke for a kids movie. Um, yeah, but it always stuck with me as really strange and funny. Um, then what else can you cancel it for? You can cancel it for. Uh, a very strange representation of um, native people. Oh like yeah, a sort of mm-hmm. Uga Chaka. Uga uh, Chaka, yeah, like uh, very, 
I don't know. They're all pigs, which I don't know. Um, it's hard. I was, is that, I can't, is I that bad or is it Muppets? As soon as this happening, I was like, is this racist? <laughs> I can't yeah. tell. Cause they talk like they have an accent and it's like, well, yeah, sort of some kind of like, we don't speak English good, uh, yeah. kind of thing. And then they have something called boom shakalaka, which turns out to be miss piggy showing right. up at the very end of the movie. Um, and then there's a ton of jokes about how much Miss Piggy fucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out she fucked both Long John Silver and Kermit the Frog. Tim, um, Tim Curry, Kermit mm-hmm. the Frog, and then like a couple other dudes who just like yeah. are mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I mean, I yeah. And also, I mean, they also imply that Miss Piggy was just marooned on that island and then somehow was like uh western enough to be like i'm the queen now yeah you know (laughs) i rule Um, you all (laughs) exactly um but i don't know other i i'm realizing it's a hard movie to like recap and talk about that because it's just there's just so many good bits and i don't want to be the guy that's like and then there was this one joke where um they made the so he sells cruise tickets on the side and it's really funny and it leads to good vignettes oh yeah um but you but, can <laughs> yeah but it does uh like it, i feel like the, one of the best things about this movie to me is that they really don't shy away from like kind of the bad shit that pirates do right right but then they just counter that shit with muppets it's like immediate sour sweet you know like there's a scene where gonzo is on a rack getting his limbs like stretched out of his body and then Mm -hmm. he's just like just like stoked that he's tall you know he's like he's like i could be in the nba or whatever (laughs) yeah they're like this isn't gonna work he likes it (laughs) yeah exactly he's just like loving pain in this movie that's a weird thing too i don't know if i've noticed that about if that was a trait of gonzo before this movie i didn't notice it until this movie that he's just like multiple times being like i'm excited to die (laughs) yeah mm -hmm. well and there he also i mean in other muppets properties this one didn't come up he also fucks chickens oh yeah that's yeah earlier that's early that's more muppet show stuff Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean it's just tim curry is I think was probably like one of my first uh, uh, like gay moments in my life where sure. I was like, I think that's oh. the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, but I it, mean, my first introduction to him was this and yeah. then um, maybe wild thornberries and then uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, Oh, it's the pirate from, from Muppet Treasure Island being very, very sexual. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this gender bending uh sex freak who's mm-hmm. goth um yeah lots of people like that <laughs> yeah um i mean um yeah and it's just like i feel like for a kids movie is really good at identifying um kind of like the i don't know like the weird like uh two sides of a patriarchal need or whatever yeah. For like people, you know, it's like, you know, like Jim Hawkins or whatever, the main, the little kid is like, doesn't have a dad or whatever. And then, so he's like, he has to like choose who his role model is going to be. Right. Between Kermit and Tim Curry, which right. is an interesting, which is uh weird. And one thing I noted about this movie was that Kermit is used so weirdly in this movie mm-hmm. because he is stoic to a fault. 
Mm-hmm. He is no nonsense. He he has like no warmth to to him, and it's like I don't know. Kermit is no almost never used this way before or again. Um, he's just like. You know, he's not like, oh, hey, because you know, usually he's like a bumbling, like, well, hey, I yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm nice to everybody. I'm friends with everybody. But he's exactly. just like this very straightforward, like he's often like, I need you to give me the ne- the map, Jim. Like, it's like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. What kind of movie is this? Um, but he's so stable. And I think the idea is that Tim Curry is this sort of shifty, untrustworthy bottom of the, like, you know, totem pole kind of guy because he's supposed to be the cook but he's like clearly used to be a captain Um, yeah he's like a pirate captain in disguise yeah you know and uh and so he's this fun like friend i guess he's supposed to be like the fun uncle who hasn't isn't responsible and is like (laughs) in and out of like rehab or whatever um and then kermit who is no fun in this movie at all until like the very end when he's basically done being jim hawkins is like role model and is just like allowed to have his like side thing with piggy for a while mm-hmm. but up until then he's like just a guy he's like shouldn't really be a muppet <laughs> like no, he should for sure just be a guy who's like uh i'm very concerned with this crew i don't mm-hmm. know of what we're gonna do we're not allowed to drink alcohol you know <laughs> It's yeah. what, what is this <laughs> yeah no that's what's i mean his third line in the movie is I knew your father, Jim. He was a good man. And that's like, that's it. Like, you know? It's um, so weird. Yeah, I mean. Be this like very like steadfast, stoic guy who's the captain of a ship. And that, because it's funny because the first mate is uh, Sam, the eagle, yeah. who is one of my personal favorite Muppets and very underrated and underused. Um, well, maybe not underused because it's clear that the, the Henson people like love him and put him in everything. Um, But I think he's just probably one of the funniest. He's yeah, he slept on people aren't as big of a fan of him as I think he is Uh, because he, his whole shtick is I am stuffy and I take rules very seriously. Um, But he's like kind of dumb as well. He's like, yeah, he's very gullible. Yeah. He's very gullible. And, uh, he kind of doesn't really know exactly what he's talking about, but he means well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he he is the kind of person I would have thought Kermit would be in this movie. Cause, ah. Because he's sort of the first mate who's like, oh, we're going to... Uh, you know, we got to We got to have the rules. And then, he, yeah, but then he's sort of like chummy and, and gullible. Sure. Um, like, oh, I got to I got to check these lifeboats. <laughs> Make yeah, sure they're safe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh yeah. And there's a whole thing where he's just like going to do ex like execute people a lot. And Kermit's yeah. like, I didn't mm-hmm. say that, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but no. Uh, yeah. There's like a whole thing where he's like, all right, 50 lashes. And he's like, what? He's like, I was, uh, I was anticipating your whim captain. <laughs> he's like, well, please don't. Yeah. yeah. Kermit really sucks the air out of some of those scenes. It's so, he really does. it's so funny. Uh, and I think there is a, for me personally as a big fan of the Muppets um, there's a lot of charm to that mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't play as like bad it plays as like this is so weird getting to see Kermit it's like when you first are a kid and you first see like Robin Williams do a straight role I was literally about <laughs> to say well like I was like well you know what the dish is 
uh, he got really he got really inspired by Michael Caine yeah. in the previous movie, and he's like, "I'm gonna be a serious actor now. Yeah. I'm going for my Oscar." It's like um, when yeah, when Jim Carrey did Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, you're like having, and then shortly after that, The Majestic, which is about, have you seen that movie? Uh, I think I watched it with my mom once. It's about a, it's like about a, uh, like a movie theater, yeah? No, it's about a screenwriter who gets like blackballed for being a communist. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a little a, bit of a trumbo thing. A little trumbo, yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, but it's definitely... It, it is sort of that vein. And then at the end, it just stops being that where he gets to like be flung around and hit by Miss Piggy. <laughs> mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's weird. Uh, but Jim Hawkins, I think the little kid is really good. Yeah, he really does carry a lot of the weight of the movie. Yeah, um, and him and Tim Curry like are the only like emotional core of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a scene that I didn't remember being as like... I guess emotionally important to me <laughs> until I watched it again. Cause I haven't seen this movie since I was like in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it today and um, you know, the scene where Tim Curry is like showing him the North star. Yeah. Um, and like saying like, you don't, and like, he's like, he's like, well, I've got my compass. And he's like, well, what if you didn't have it? And he's right. And like Jim Hawkins is like, he's a child. Uh, he's like, like switches to like please fucking do not drop it like that's mm-hmm. like the only thing i have of my dad and like his performance of that scene and like they're switching to like oh this is like a serious moment like i didn't know um mm-hmm. is really good and there's really small moments in this like very zany comedy <laughs> yeah. of i think something really special and sweet um yeah. between them no i think it's a it's like a really it's a fun way to tell a semi real story you know like you know, it's like there's bits everywhere, and then there it's it's the most um, little bit of medicine hiding in the sugar. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think it it just makes it like something that you can actually rewatch. Because I mean, like the bits are good. It's funny when the band is playing the pirate beach, and they're like, "Are we on the captain's side or the pirate side?" And you know, then I don't know. The, what's the band leader's name? Oh, you know uh, name? the guy with the gold tooth. Yeah, Shit, he's like, remember. come on, man, just play the gig. Don't get involved in politics. Very yeah. funny. Very <laughs> yeah. funny stuff. A lot of great bits. But, I mean, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. There's just, like, I feel like the, that's what, like, separates the Muppets a lot from, like, uh, other uh, children's media. And just, like, oh, all yeah. of Jim Henson's works in general is, well, like... You know, the thing about Henson is that, like, he, for, I mean, I've watched, there's a really great documentary um, on YouTube from a channel called Defunct Land. Um, it's like a hour-long documentary he made about Jim Henson uh, that's really great, uh, and I recommend it. Um, but Jim Henson was, like, certain that the Muppets were for adults, and, like, he knew, like, the very first Muppet special is called The Muppets colon Sex and Violence. <laughs> that's um, sick and uh he has a ton of short films and you know his idea was that like there's something you can bring out about you know adults humans you know people with these characters like it's just a type of effect that i made it doesn't necessarily have to be for kids even though it's colorful right. and funny and cute um and so he ha- always was pushing um the edge of that like 
and he was constantly being shut down by mm. studios. No one would give him money to make stuff like that. And like we we don't think about it this way now, but like the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, his yeah. like his like forays into you know doing something darker, completely bombed. Like, yeah, even though they're like you know pinnacle movies now. Yeah, like people consider them like high art classics of like some of the most innovative special effects ever some of the most interesting stories you know bowie's performance is incredible the songs are incredible you know like and in dark uh dark crystal especially is is pretty intense uh yeah. and it's not a kid's Super movie intense. it's a fantasy movie yeah <laughs> um and it's great i love it um but he was always trying to push as like the Muppets to be at least a family movie, you know, like mm -hmm. this is a, mm -hmm. this is for everybody, definitely not just kids. And so it really makes sense. I think that there's a ton in this movie that are like, Oh yeah, we'll kill you. Like we'll rip your throat yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and isn't it, isn't it fun? Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun. It's for everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was always trying to walk that line. And I think that to me, I think the songs and the, the, the motion of Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't think this movie is better than that. I think the songs are worse. I think the, um, I think the general that there isn't enough. I wish there was like a little more Tim Curry and Hawkins, or at least like yeah. a little more Kermit and Tim and Hawkins, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it, it like it rests on its laurels and like it lets, lets it be just funny. So it's a very mm -hmm. enjoyable movie, and I think a great movie, but it's just like, it doesn't get quite to the emotional peaks as uh and to, I think fulfilling what Henson wanted out of the Muppets, which is to like really make people feel something right. um, quite as yeah, well. There's, as... there's no rainbow connection moment in this movie. Right. Unfortunately, you know, um, and I feel like you're totally right. Like if they could have, I think they should have probably cut the boom, the boom shakalaka song or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh you know added three or four minutes of time with either tim curry or kermit um, or both yeah i would have loved to see yeah. like a scene where i would have loved to see a scene where tim curry and kermit talk about jim and being like basically trying to be like you need to chill out and like stop filling his mind with this or like you know sort of be like the sort of rival fathers that they're be they're supposed to be you know um mm -hmm, but it, it, mm -hmm. it it's too it's more interested in like just being a fun movie um, yeah exactly you know we're we're 45 minutes in and we haven't seen the treasure yet you know <laughs> yeah. kind of thing uh, mm -hmm. yeah and then at speaking of at the very end uh tim curry does sort of pull a double cross and then uh get the treasure and then um <laughs> there's it's funny cuz the whole like way he gets um a hold of the map it's actually plotted really interestingly because like he gets sam to take to tricks him to get the the raft get on a raft and leave and he gets the keys and that that seems like a throwaway joke until right. he actually doesn't get the treasure because he escapes on the same raft and then it leaks <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and he sinks and he sinks and then they get the treasure mm -hmm. um yeah but i mean yeah i like it, it, it it's it's plotted well it like it's it's like a solid script you know like you can tell that like 27 people each did a very solid pass on it kind of thing um, <laughs> yeah I, I feel if there's one problem it has i think it's not as 
it's not as uh, singular and like clearly like a um a tome of grief like uh in muppet christmas carol uh paul williams talks about how like he had just finished rehab like he didn't remember the 80s and he'd like lost all of his friends and he never he wasn't even sure if he was like gonna make music again um mm -hmm. and then they approached him after jim henson's death and we're like hey we're doing this thing and he like wrote these songs that are clearly about his life into yeah. a movie that is like about grief <laughs> mm -hmm. and like learning to like make your like life something um and so i think that is like sort of a once in a lifetime sort of like yeah, you Spark. really caught lightning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and this movie, you know, it's it's a great extension of all of those talents, uh, but it's not quite that. But uh, it's a fun movie. It's a fantastic little. I think I don't think the Muppets really have like a bad movie. No, um, and, I mean, you and know. this one is at the peak of their powers. I think. Oh, for sure. It's when it's when the Muppets were still like a very legitimate like you you know family property. Because I feel like at every 10 years, they try to make the Muppets happen. And people are like, come on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And and I feel like it's such a shame because I, I constantly want them to happen. Like when Muppets Tonight was a show. Remember? Do you remember Muppets Tonight? Was that? When was that? Like like five years ago or something? No, that was in the late, late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, okay. It was like one season of like a new like a reboot of the muppet show um mm -hmm. but with a host who had like dreads and he was like a pink fish or something oh okay um neat and it was great it was so funny um and then it just was like um so i'd love for like them to try again i want them to try again forever because <laughs> it's yeah, always I mean, good <laughs> well and luckily with the way that uh entertainment capitalism is working they will they um, will, and <laughs> there will be diminishing returns until this fucking bullshit it, is over. Until it's done, they'll, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll have a, we'll have a Muppets office uh, reunion, yeah. you know, uh, before you know, we'll have we'll have Dwight getting mad at Gonzo and <laughs> uh, Jim and Kermit just standing there doing the Jim face, and it'll be mm -hmm. we'll all love it. Mm -hmm. And we'll eat it like the little piggies we are. <laughs> like the Miss Piggies we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. for. So wait, wait. Would you recommend it? Uh, you obviously recommend it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would too. I think, uh, you know, if you've ever liked the Muppets and if you don't like the Muppets, like what the fuck? What the fuck, what are you? Yeah, what are you doing, man? <laughs> What's what, wrong with you? What happened to you? Can you please like reassess your life um but not even muppet babies not even that <laughs> not even really? the muppet movie like the first one they went um, to space muppets in space is great uh yeah. when pepe enters the fold it it, it all goes great um mm -hmm. but yeah this is just another installment i think in an, in a long line of great you know jim henson properties uh and uh muppet movies so highly recommended uh if you want a little little pirate adventure in your life with with great jokes um yeah I wonder, I do, I would love to talk about this with someone who didn't see it as a child. <laughs> that would be like, uh, oh God, if, if I could ever subject Jeremy to this movie, I mean, he's probably seen it. He loves the Muppets. Yeah. But, I feel um, like he wouldn't, like he's, he's not the right one. It's gotta be somebody like, I don't know. I can imagine Patak just like never having seen the Muppets. <laughs> Alex, no, Patak, uh, Patak and I talk about Muppet Treasure Island <laughs> monthly okay yeah i mean it could go either way like because he's basically a muppet in real life so it's like yeah 
it's either he loves them or he has never seen them. That's uh, true. But I want to discuss this movie with an Adam Driver who we know does not like the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Just some like, guy who's just like, what? What's the Muppets? It doesn't pay attention to the original text. <laughs> yeah, Robert Louis Stevenson uh, had a lot to say about Capital, and this movie just doesn't have... It is interesting, though, and before we go, I did want to mention that there is like a moment where like Tim Curry is like, Kermit would never share the treasure with us. Like, we're the yeah. crew. It doesn't, mm-hmm. we're, we're on a lower totem pole. And then it's just like never addressed. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why didn't you just ask? Like, maybe they will share it. Like, because Jim Hawkins is the one who like chartered the ship. So he's just yeah. like a captain for hire. Well, and that's the interesting um, construct of it all is because it's like the only thing that keeps Jim from doing the logical thing for a child who's offered an equal share of a chest of treasure uh, from keeps him from like, being like fuck yeah i'm gonna do that is the fact that he has like he has the finder's fee for the map like he has a a a capital interest in the voyage going the right way you know he's not like a street little guy who just like fell on a ship and they're like all right well you you clean up the cabin or whatever he's yeah he's the one uh, who has the map yeah yeah and then there's like some throwaway lines in one of the songs where they're like "Uh, in england sir francis drake is a hero the yeah. Spaniard Tatum. <laughs> you know, it's all relative baby grayness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, fun movie. Watch it. Don't watch it. Uh, if you don't, you're not going to be happy with your life. <laughs> if you don't watch it, your life will be worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Max. Oh, it was a uh, pleasure. Thank you for having me. Is there what you got going on? Want to plug anything? Um, I uh, Follow me. Follow me on all the platforms uh, at Max underscore Ogle. Uh, I have a podcast called What's Your Favorite Food uh, that I, I need to uh, have you come on. I and, actually uh, didn't know that it was a show until like yesterday. How old is it? Not very. I started it at the beginning of the pandemic okay. and then so pretty... released like in July. So it's pretty new still. And right. um, yeah, just talk. It's a nice chill little talk about food. It's really, it's really just a food show. Yeah, like I would, I just have people come on talk about their favorite food, memories with foods that they like. <laughs> Sounds anything great. They like to, yeah, it's it's a uh, yacht rock for podcasting. Oh, I love yacht rock. Easy listening, baby. <laughs> well, awesome. So check out uh, what's your favorite food, and follow Max Ogle. Um, and then you can listen to my other show, BP Bledis. Follow that show at Weed Pod on Twitter. Uh, we got suspended again, so Weed Pod it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, please follow us because we uh, only have 400 followers now. So, um, yeah, follow me there. Follow me at Kinematography. You know, follow Jeremy too. Watch his shit on YouTube, Jeremy Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen to his other show, Ballin' Out Super, if you want. If you'd like to hear more of the show, go to genera- uh, patreon.com slash generationloss. And uh, yeah, and then you'll get the Discord stuff and lots of fun stuff. You get to see the movie that we're going to talk about for free um, on the Discord. So, well, not for free because you pay for the Patreon, but that's one of the rewards you get. <laughs> uh, I mean, five bucks a month for free movies. Come on. It's like folks. you, for free, yeah. You've, it's like, but, and we curate them. We, we take time out of our day to curate them. So, you know, come on. Patreon.com. I spent time saying, loss. you're going to watch Muppet Treasure Island in the Discord, guys. Oh, yeah. You're about to do it. You're going to watch it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Thanks again, Max, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. There are so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side.
rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong. Wait and see. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. That every wish would be heard and answered when wished on the morning star. Somebody thought of that, and someone believed it. Look what it's done so far. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? And what do we think we might see? Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Someday we'll find.